Hi, it's Claire here from Come Back Brighter. Sorry, I'm just going to organise myself a little bit better here. Um, now, what I'm talking about today is I'm talking about I fell for it. Okay, now this is something that um, I recently wrote a blog and I had a comment from somebody and I really wanted to, to, to explore this a little bit further because this is the thing that was one of the biggest things to have to process after I realized about my parents. Um, and that was that I fell for their act. I fell for it too. I was the scapegoat of the family. I was the one that was blamed for everything. I was accused of things that I didn't do. And I fell for their act of being good parents. Now, the, the, the thing that I had was the greatest contrast that I had was um, when I got with my husband, I would compare my family to his family. And I thought I had a good, supportive loving caring family and this was especially when it was in comparison with my husband and his family now a lot of my thoughts about this really came about because despite how i felt my parents told me that they would support me that they cared about me uh, i don't know that they told me that they loved me but they certainly gave me the impression that if I needed any help or support in any kind of way, that they would be there for me. So, and this was as an adult. So I'd had the whole of my childhood to experience my parents and to realize that really everything they told me was lies. Now with a narcissist, they will say the right things, but the truth is shown in their actions okay so it's not what the narcissist says it's what the narcissist does that's the most important thing okay and i really want you to understand that but that was the biggest thing for me to process my parents told me that, that they would support me i thought that my sibling was there for me too i thought that we had a good relationship i thought that everything was really good so that was the one of the most difficult things to process was that I had believed their lies as well. I had believed the image that they had portrayed to other people, although they had been for the whole time abusing me. Now, there was this thing when I was a childhood that I was always the child that wanted to stay at home. Um, and I think a lot of that was because I'd been taught to fear other people. So I and my parents had either told me outright or hinted that other people couldn't be trusted. So therefore, home became a safe place for me. So I wanted to be home all the time, unlike my sibling who wanted to be out and about all the time. And of course, my parents loved that because the more that I was at home, the more they had control over me, the more they had control over the people that I saw there was much less chance of me ever breaking free. So I, I fell for their lies. I fell for the image that they portrayed. And I put a lot of importance on the things that they put importance on. So the things like they did, like uh, they paid for driving lessons for me and I had music lessons and, you know, I had clothes. I had, I had all the basic needs that I required and, and a bit more. 
And I thought that that was what made a good parent because my parents had kind of shown me that that was what they thought they thought made a good parent. So I thought that I had good parents because my, they, my father certainly provided for me materially. There's no getting away from that. And I'm grateful for that. However, they were not there for me emotionally and they all of them scapegoated me. So this was the real time of when I really struggled with cognitive dissonance, which was when I was struggling with how I had thought about my parents, the kind of parents and family that I thought I had compared to the reality once I realized about narcissistic personality disorder. And that was one of the worst things because I felt so stupid. I felt so stupid that I'd been the target of their abuse uh, at this point of going no contact was 36 years. I'd been the target of their abuse. And I felt so stupid that I had believed their act. And that was really, really difficult to come to terms with. Now, don't get me wrong. The last few years before we went no contact, and in particular when my son was born, things got worse. Things got undeniably bad. It wasn't like a year or so between incidences. It was like a matter of like a month, especially when I was pregnant and my son was born. That was when things really started to ramp up. So it was undeniable. But up until th and, and up until I was pregnant and I had my son, I thought I had a good family. I thought they were there for me. But the truth is, when I sat and looked at the incidences, not only when I was pregnant and my uh, and I had my son, but in the incidences before that, I could see a consistent pattern of when I needed them, they weren't there. Not only sometimes were they they not there, they were not maybe not there physically. Okay, that's one thing, but they but they also weren't there emotionally. They were never there for me emotionally. So that that was what I really struggled with is that they told me or they always led me to believe that I could rely on them. But then I saw the evidence myself when I wrote down the incidences and I worked out that they weren't there for me. In fact, they chose not to be there for me because your people can be there for you no matter where their geographical location is. OK, they can still be available for you to talk if that's what you need. And what I'm referring to specifically, the incidents that comes to mind is when I had the miscarriage and my parents were on holiday. They were on their winter sun holiday, which was usually for like two or three months. And I phoned them up and I told them what happened. And I was devastated. I was absolutely devastated. And they told me that they were going to continue their holiday. So I told them what happened and I, I expected them to come rushing back to support me. And they didn't. They didn't even really make up any excuses. They just said they were going to continue their holiday. So they continued the rest of their holiday, which was two weeks. And then they came back as they were due, as they'd scheduled to come back. So they were not there for me. And they made that really, really clear. But I think what happens is 
when you're the scapegoat, when you're in that circumstance, you're so desperate to see from your abusive parent that they care about you, that we hang on to so hard the things that they tell us, the things that they say to us, because we want to believe that they will be there for us. We want to believe that they will support us and they care about us. But that's not true. They are not. And they will show that in their actions. So if this is something that you're like struggling with, you're like you can't quite understand. You thought you had a good family. You thought you were close. You thought you had regular communication with them. Um, then it's, it's something to really come to terms with the, the difference between what you thought your parents and family were and what they actually are. And the best thing with that is time. That's time is the only thing that heals in that circumstance. Okay, so I'm going to um, right. If you if you need any help with this, if this is something that you're just just working out just now, you're just coming to that stage now when you're you've made the realization about narcissistic personality disorder, and you're realizing that your parents haven't been there for you, but you thought they were. And you're realizing the huge difference between their words and their actions, then book a power hour session with me and we'll work through it together. Okay. And I will support you in any way that I can to help you to understand how it is that we can feel so differently or we can believe so differently when the reality is is so different. Once you realize about narcissistic personality disorder, it's a shock, it's a massive shock. So right now, if so, the details for the power hour are below. I've got all the details of wherever you can find me in the comments below. So if you want to read my blogs, then feel free, click on the blogs, then come over and, and read my blogs. And right now I'm going to finish up. So, <laughs> so I really hope that this helps you. Like I say, I'm here for you if you because you feel conned and you feel stupid. And that's I think, unfortunately, that's part of like the hope that we have, some of that hope that we had that they could be the parents that we want. So we can feel conned and betrayed, but betrayed by ourselves. And that's that's somehow that's much more difficult to process because we are the ones that believed that they were a certain way. And then there's undeniable evidence or we realize about narcissistic personality disorder and there's no way we can we can. Um, it's very difficult to reconcile those two things. Okay, that's great. So take care and I'll see you next time. Bye.